Section 19 of the Extermination of the American Bison. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Extermination of the American Bison by William T. Hornaday. Part 2. Chapter 3. Progress of the Extermination. Section A. The period of desultory destruction from 1730 to 1830. The disappearance of the buffalo from all the country east of the Mississippi was one of the inevitable results of the advance of civilization. To the early pioneers who went forth into the wilderness to wrestle with nature for the necessities of life, this valuable animal might well have seemed a gift direct from the hand of Providence. During the first few years of the early settler's life in a new country, the few domestic animals he had brought with him were far too valuable to be killed for food, and for a long period he looked to the wild animals of the forest and the prairie for his daily supply of meat. The time was when no one stopped to think of the important part our game animals played in the settlement of this country, and even now no one has attempted to calculate the lessened degree of rapidity with which the star of empire would have taken its westward way without the bison, deer, elk, and antelope. The western states and territories pay little heed to the wanton slaughter of deer and elk now going on in their forests. But the time will soon come when the Grangers will enter those regions and find the absence of game a very serious matter. Although the bison was the first wild species to disappear before the advance of civilization, he served a good purpose at a highly critical period. His huge bulk of toothsome flesh fed many a hungry family and his ample robe did good service in the settler's cabin and sleigh in winter weather. By the time game animals had become scarce, domestic herds and flocks had taken their place, and hunting became a pastime instead of a necessity. As might be expected, from the time the bison was first seen by white men, he has always been a conspicuous prize, and being the largest of the land quadrupeds, was naturally the first to disappear. Every man's hand has been against him while his disappearance from the eastern United States was, in the main, due to the settler who killed game as a means of subsistence, there were a few who made the killing of those animals a regular business. This occurred almost exclusively in the immediate vicinity of Salt Springs, around which the bison congregated in great numbers, and made their wholesale slaughter of easy accomplishment. Mr. Thomas Ashe has recorded some very interesting facts and observations on this point. In speaking of an old man who in the latter part of the last century built a log house for himself on the immediate borders of a salt spring, in western Pennsylvania, for the purpose of killing buffaloes out of the immense droves which frequented that spot, Mr. Ash says, Note 62, Travels in America in 1806, London, 1808. Quote, in the first and second years this old man, with some companions, killed from six to seven hundred of these noble creatures, merely for the sake of their skins, which to them were worth only two shillings each. And after this work of death they were obliged to leave the place till the following season, or till the wolves, bears, panthers, eagles, rooks, ravens, etc., had devoured the carcasses and abandoned the place for other prey. In the two following years the same persons killed great numbers out of the first droves that arrived, skinned them, and left their bodies exposed to the sun and air. But they soon had reason to repent of this, 
for the remaining droves, as they came up in succession, stopped, gazed on the mangled and putrid bodies, sorrowfully moaned or furiously lowed aloud, and returned instantly to the wilderness in an unusual run, without tasting their favorite spring or licking the impregnated earth, which was also once their most agreeable occupation. Nor did they or any of their race ever revisit the neighborhood. The simple history of this spring is that of every other in the settled parts of this western world. The carnage of beasts was everywhere the same. I met with a man who had killed two thousand buffaloes with his own hand, and others no doubt have done the same thing. In consequence of such proceedings, not one buffalo is at this time to be found east of the Mississippi, except a few domesticated by the curious, or carried through the country on a public show. End quote. But fortunately there is no evidence that such slaughter as that described by Mr. Ash was at all common, and there is reason for the belief that until within the last forty years the buffalo was sacrificed in ways conducive to the greatest good of the greatest number. From Coronado to General Fremont there has hardly been an explorer of United States territory who has not had occasion to bless the bison, and its great value to mankind can hardly be overestimated although by many it can readily be forgotten. The disappearance of the bison from the eastern United States was due to its consumption as food. It was very gradual, like the march of civilization, and, under the circumstances, absolutely inevitable. In a country so thickly peopled as this region speedily became, the mastodon could have survived extinction about as easily as the bison. Except when the latter became the victim of wholesale slaughter, there was little reason to bemoan his fate, save upon grounds that may be regarded purely sentimental. He served a most excellent purpose in the development of the country. Even as late as 1875, the farmers of eastern Kansas were in the habit of making trips every fall into the western part of that state for wagon-loads of buffalo meat as a supply for the succeeding winter. The farmers of Texas, Nebraska, Dakota, and Minnesota also drew largely upon the buffalo as long as the supply lasted. The extirpation of the bison west of the Rocky Mountains was due to legitimate hunting for food and clothing rather than for marketable peltries. In no part of that whole region was the species ever numerous, although in the mountains themselves, notably in Colorado, within easy reach of the great prairies on the east, vast numbers were seen by the early explorers and pioneers and their total destruction in that region was a matter of easy accomplishment. According to Professor J. A. Allen, the complete disappearance of the bison west of the Rocky Mountains took place between 1838 and 1840. End of section A